Welcome to Relationship Redefined. I'm your host, Elizabeth, a parent and relationship coach. As a coach, my focus is to guide you towards becoming aware, authentic, and aligned with your true self. Our outer relationships serve as mirrors reflecting our inner world. It is through this understanding that we can embark on a journey of self-discovery and alignment. On this podcast, we explore the profound connection between our inner selves and the relationships we form with others. With a focus on awareness, authenticity, and alignment, we dive into thought-provoking discussions and practical strategies to help you cultivate fulfilling relationships. So today we have a very unique guest. Um, Her name is Sushmita Shadu, and she is from India. Uh, Sushmita, would you mind introducing yourself to us? Hello, everyone. Uh, Thank you, Elisa, for inviting me to this podcast uh, session. This is my very first time, and I'm really looking forward to, you know, uh, have a great discussion with you on our topic today, which is about karmic cycle, right? So uh, to just give you a background, I am a full-time software consultant and I am also working as a a life coach, life and mindset coach as my side profession. I am so excited to talk to you. It was so funny because um, right before I spoke with you in our initial meeting, uh, I had been talking to my son about karmic cycles and how he was he was dealing with a bullying issue. And I was like, okay, um, but we need to look at this from a karmic point of view. <laughs> so I felt like this was kind of uh, it meant to be. <laughs> so um, could you tell us a little more about breaking karmic cycles? Yeah. <clears throat> so as you said uh, about your son's problem, so he's facing the bullying uh, issues in, in his school or in college, right? So um so just to start with the first karmic circle, what is, how it is formed, and then we can come to your uh, son's example on how we can deal with that. Uh, okay. So karmic cycle, what is karma? I, I feel karma is an uh, Indian word, which is now popular globally, right? So karma is simply just uh, action with some intention, right? So uh, we, when we do some actions with good intention, it's called good karma. When we do action with some bad intention, like to harm others or to manipulate or to get something out of some, uh, some people, uh, or we have some ego attached to that action, then it's called uh, bad karma. So pretty similarly, bad karma, continuing the bad karma over and over again, creates the bad impressions or bad habits in our memory. So that creates the karmic cycle. That's pretty much, pretty much about it, right? <clears throat> and I love how you simplified that. That's just amazing. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people, yes. they're just like, uh, you know, they put so much into the word karma and you just really, really simplified that. Action equals intention. Yeah. Yeah. People think karma is a bad word, you know, it means I will face my karma. That means I may face something bad. No, if you're doing karma with a good intention, it's a good karma. You will get the fruit of it. If you are doing karma or uh, actions with bad intention, it is supposed to give you problems. Yes, yes. And that is actually what I was telling him. And I was like, we need to figure out how to break this bad karmic cycle so that um, you can be free of this. You know, negative energy, I generally call it lower vibrational energy. You know, I was concerned that that was just going to bring more issues into his situation. 
you know, because he was getting frustrated and... Um, the outcomes so, can be different, different based on what uh, intentions you have. Yes. So um, how would you suggest breaking a karmic cycle? There is a spiritual research that it says the karmic cycle gets repeated every year. So, and every year, if you if you try to investigate or observe uh, based on what karmic cycle you have in your life and observe the people around you and their reactions and your, your situation, you'll actually see the karmic cycle is being repeated every year. And it has the capability to reinforce that cycle every 40 minutes. I have read it somewhere from some oh blogs and a book. So I, I haven't seen uh, how it reinforces itself in 40 minutes. But yes, surely one year, in one year, I have seen uh, the cycles or situations come up again. And again. Yes, that um, was actually something I was mentioning also with him was that um, from personal experience, if you run away from a problem, you know, like a karmic cycle, um, it will repeat itself and it can come from somebody else. It doesn't have to come from the same person. So if that person exits your life, then <laughs> it doesn't mean that the cycle has ended. <laughs> Absolutely. Till you uh, don't fix that, it can come from anybody, not just your family or from your partner or from a particular friend. So universe pushes us to fix our uh, teachings and learnings so it can come up from any. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, if you, I mean, I have done the, where I've observed, you know, every uh, year, I've kind of checked in with my relationships and kind of done an overview of them to see where I was standing with everybody and what I needed to adjust and, you know, um, change in my life. <laughs> so it makes sense, you know, and I, I feel like it's really important that I do that because I did realize that there were some people in my life that were karmically involved and I needed to change the way I was reacting to them, you know, and I needed, I needed to step back and change how I was responding. So that is that is what we're going to talk now, like how to respond to it or how to break it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so as you said, absolutely correct. We should always introspect the situation. We should always go into the deeper insights. Like we should perceive it. Why this is happening? We should do the root cause analysis. Like suppose in the family, uh, the situation is occurring in between dad and the son, where the son doesn't listen to the dad. But the dad keeps on uh, controlling his son, keeps on uh, reinforce his wishes, his will on, uh, uh, on his son. But the son doesn't listen at all. So if this cycle is happening within the family, you cannot really avoid it. You have to fix it. Because you are staying with that person. You cannot leave that person. In these cases where the problem is not going away, we have to introspect. We have to see the root cause. So if we see the root cause here, simply is uh, we should obey our parents. We should obey our uh, guides or guardians, right? So this is, uh, an, you can say, a law of nature. We should always listen to our elders. So if we don't listen... From the son's perspective, this is creating a problem. The nature is giving this lesson of continuously repeating this cycle of please listen to your elders. So until until unless you don't listen, your father or your elders is going to keep on reinforcing you or keep on troubling you. Uh, do this, do this, do this. So And from the dad's perspective, if we see why he has attracted such a son or such a soul that doesn't listen is he has, a, he has this negative habit of controlling everyone in the family. Right. If if the if our children is above 18, 18 plus years, they are free, right? They are free to do the their thing. They are independent on their. 
in that case we cannot uh, control them financially or we cannot force them to stay with us or listen to us all the time so this is also a negative intention that is habit is there in in the dad's uh, memory so both of them has this negative habits that's why they have attracted each other and the universe is forcing them to learn a lesson through each other's actions so they are constantly you know uh, doing the conflicts with each other right okay so um what if they're not as open to doing like a root cause analysis so there are two parties involved like the son and the father what if the father wasn't interested in or open to um to trying to change that yeah. so it depends on the situation right up to certain age up to 18 or up to 20 it's fine he has the uh, you know responsibility to uh, teach his son so he has all the rights to control him to to guide him in the right direction but after a certain age after 20 suppose if he's still reinforcing all the things interfering in every every aspect of son's life then that's a problem both has 50 50 of uh, negative impact and that's why it's creating the trauma open communication is very important all right um okay so you said that you also um work with mind conditioning and deconditioning yes <clears throat> It, it's about mind strategy and how we can channelize or program our mind to uh, fix the situations or problems in our life our whole uh, life all the situation that we have attracted is the reflection of our own mind how we think how we perceive so if we fix that energy if we fix our thought process that is wonderful yes so it's kind of like mindset or changing your perception right yes yes wonderful um do you have any suggestions for those who are trying to change their perception but they feel like they're really really stuck in a situation suppose we had some bad thought about that person or we uh through some uh, bad intentions or bad words in in our mind to that person maybe that's why that person is now giving it back to you in the form of uh, conflicts in the form of abusing in the form of uh, fights in the family in this situation what the son can do is uh, he can send positive vibrations to to his dad so every day he can practice this like after he wakes up in the morning set in a meditation and sends out positive vibrations or positive thoughts to that person saying that giving his name or see my dad you are a wonderful soul uh, we have such a good relationship with each other we listen to each other so much and we understand each other so just to break that negative thought or negative pattern and replace it with the positive vibrations you will see gradually the conflicts uh, will become uh, less Uh, problematic and it will actually solve after not immediately but after a certain amount of time and it happens with all the relationships with anybody be it karmic relationships with friends colleagues in any situation that is that's wonderful it's so funny because uh, that is one of the things when i first started learning about um auras and uh uh healing techniques you know like with reiki and stuff i started doing that um with some people that i had uh suddenly broken off with you know in my life it was just like uh it was like the universe saying okay well you're done with them and you know i we left on a devastating note you know um and so i started i didn't i felt like i needed to heal the situation so i started uh like practicing uh i i created a healing room you know when i'd go to sleep i'd start focusing on creating a healing room and then i would we can do you know, it any time of the day Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I actually had very little time. 
<laughs> so <laughs> for me, that was the time to do it. Um, but it was just, you know, and I would invite the people that had, you know, left my life so suddenly, you know, into that space and, you know, give them love and say, and then throughout the day, when I did think of them, instead of thinking of them with pain, I would think of them with love, you know, and send them the love that I, you know, through just throughout the day. And it healed me. And I know that they, you know, were able to move on with their lives, which is, was very important to me. Yeah, forgiveness is the key and sending positive vibrations and positive love is the key to fix any uh, problem between two souls. Yes, yes. And it's it's important. Also, I when I did that, I was like, well, okay, what about this situation? Because I had a really, I was in a very toxic situation. I knew that there was, that's when I learned about karma. <laughs> After dealing with that situation, I was like, okay, karma is real. <laughs> And karmic relationships are real. You know, it was more than just karma. And so um, after that, I was like, okay, if that can heal, then how can, you know, what about a situation? So I started working on trying to heal the toxic situation I was in by just giving it love, you know, unconditional love, love without ego, you know, and then um, working at the same time on giving me um working on compassion with me because I was really, really hard on myself because I was in a toxic situation and I felt like I should do better, you know? So after that, I started working on healing the situation and giving myself love and the situation resolved itself. I mean, yes, it took a while, but I could see my soul journey as I was doing it. And I could see the the path that I was taking was going in the right direction. So... (laughs) Absolutely. Giving, sending out love to that person heals a relationship with you. I agree. Yes. Yes. Like literally any situation. It's always so funny because I was just remembering one of the things also that I did was I uh, one toxic situation that I had uh, accumulated a lot of wounds from. <laughs> um, I rewrote it. The question was, what if? And I was like, okay, uh, what if things had been different? What if I had had supportive people in my life? What if I had had love in my life, you know? And then um, I wrote the story to where I had everything that I needed. And then as I was doing that, I realized that I was actually creating something different for my future as well as my past, you know? And I also realized by putting myself into the people's shoes, because the people who had hurt me, I needed to put them as the villain so I could actually see, because you need the, you know, you need to know the psychology behind why they did what they did. And I had no idea why they did what they did. It was, I was blindsided. (laughs) So, you know. We all have been there, even Till my 25 years, we have all faced situation, this karmic relationships, and then we learn, we heal, and then here we are as a life coach, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that was the whole thing. That's what I realized. Um, again, it was like, okay, because this happened the way it did, there's no way that there was not a purpose for this. That there was not a reason for this. So I just need to, you know, uh, dig deeper. And I found right. so much by digging. <laughs> Absolutely. Energy is simply the reflection. The way you treat yourself, the way you create the stories for you uh, around yourself, this is what is going to reflect in the three. So always uh, writing journals, giving positive vibes about ourselves, absolutely going to help. Definitely. Yes. Yes. I am. I'm a firm believer in journaling too. That is very important and making sure that no matter what, you're always, always giving yourself compassion because so many people are so hard on their, themselves and it's hard to 
heal and grow and learn from all of the the things. And a lot of people consider themselves, you know, as having made mistakes. They blame themselves for things that were out of their control. <laughs> so, you know, to me, it's like, okay, I think the first step is just stop and give yourself the compassion that you and grace that you probably give other people. And you know, yes. it's not just about writing the journal or specifying your intentions or, or the compassion up to 30 minutes or one hour for a day, only your journaling. It's throughout the day. You can always uh, give yes. positive vibes in your mind all the time. Think positive all the time. And of course, while you are doing journaling, also put that out in a story in your writings. Uh, yes, but the thoughts is the most crucial thing. So. Yes. Yes, definitely. And that was another thing. Um, I would get triggered pretty frequently by what had happened to me uh, throughout the day. And that is when I started learning how to send love to them, the situation, you know, and because I realized you can feel the past. So <laughs> don't be stuck in the pre- you know present or thinking about the future in a negative way. Just work on healing the situation from, because it's all vibrational. So if you are actually raising the vibration of what happened in your past, then it will kind of, I feel like it kind of helped heal, heal me, you know, so. Right. Because if your wounds won't get healed, uh, the situation around you won't change. So even if that person is treating you bad, you have to keep on giving the compassion to that. So it's for our own good, not for that person. Exactly. Yes. And that was another thing that I had to learn. I had, that was actually something because um, I felt so much guilt, even though I logically knew that I was not directly involved in what had happened. You know, I was not the one that caused the choices that they made, but I felt so guilty over everything that had happened. I felt like it had to be my fault somehow. And so um, I kind of got stuck. You know, I couldn't, I wasn't giving myself love. I was just holding on to guilt and shame and fear. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but, you know, um, it, but at the same time, they, I realized that um, by giving myself compassion, I could also start working on giving them compassion because it just, I got stuck in this really dark cycle for a while, you know, and I just, it took a while for me to actually pull myself out of it to the point where it's like, okay, well, if I can forgive myself, then I can forgive the situation. I can forgive everything that happened and I can start healing everything. And I am not responsible for their choices. They made their choices. They took those actions. And I am not responsible for that. I'm responsible for my part in it. That's it. And so, and then from then on, I need to work on just giving, you know, healing the situation, giving love to it and move on with my life. <laughs> it's, it's not about the other person, as you said, very, very uh, crucial. It's, it's for us. Just don't take it personal. Whatever the other person is treating you, uh, think of it as the, it's a reflection of your past actions and try to send always healing uh, to that situation and to yourself. That is it always perfect. works. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Um, is there anything that, uh, like a link or anything that you can share with our listeners so that they can find you? Okay, online I am there on Instagram. So if they search my name, Sushmita Shadu, they will find me. Um, I have also started a YouTube channel, but uh, I am I'm creating content and share my spiritual insights and wisdoms and reels and those and this podcast videos also. 
So yeah, sure. If your audience uh, love to hear me and watch me, they can feel free. Thank you so much. I'm sure they're going to learn so much from you. I really you appreciate you being with us to us today. <laughs> I appreciate you for inviting me also, and it's it's a great discussion, and I also learned something. This has been Relationship Redefined with Psych Girl. I am your host, Elizabeth, reminding you to subscribe to our channel for weekly episodes. If you would like to learn more about me, you can visit my website at psychgirlcoaching.com. Until next week, I wish you the very best.